I am thrilled to announce that An Actor Despairs is partnering with a wonderful CBD company called Kind Farms. Everyone out there has heard of CBD. I started taking it a few years ago when I first started getting sober and to help with my anxiety. Sadly, as one can do, I was overtraining in the gym and a friend recommended a topical and a tincture to help with the pain. I tried it. It was okay. However, recently, I was introduced to a product that has really changed my life. Not only has it helped me with anxiety, but I am stronger than I have ever been. I'm able to carry out lifts my body used to prevent me from doing. Kind Farm products have single-handedly changed my life athletically and personally. They utilize 100% local licensed farmers, organic cultivation, and CO2 extraction for superior CBD. Kind Farms is turning CBD to a kind alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's transform tobacco row into hemp row. If you want to get involved, please reach out. Together, we can make a difference. You can use my code RYAN10 for 10% off. You can find them on Instagram at KindFarmsInc, all one word. That's K-I-N-D-P-H-A-R-M-S-I-N-C. And their website is KindFarmsInc.com. Once again, my code for 10% off is RYAN10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today we have Australian newcomer Hal Cumston on the podcast. He's an awesome actor that's up and coming. You can see him on a new version of The Walking Dead right now. And he's got some really cool projects in the can. One that he's filming right now with some huge actors. I'm so excited. Here it is. Hal Cumston, welcome to An Actor Spares. How are you doing, brother? Yeah, good. Good to have you on, man. I I love people that make their own journey and... You know, I know you made your film and, and you started this journey yourself. And let alone, you did that right right out of high school, right? Um, yeah, which is weird because I definitely think of myself as a pretty lazy person, but it sort of has been as soon as I got out of high school. Oh, man. I've, I've, been been I net. I've had to go opposite. I'm, I'm so lazy, man. I, I'm, just, I'm the same way. But, <laughs> but dude, before we, we dig into work, let's start at the beginning. Where did you grow up, brother? Um. Sydney, Australia. Nice. Like, yeah, Bondi in particular, but I don't know if anyone knows you, the suburbs of Sydney. Do you know Toby Wallace at all? He did the show. Um, yeah, we know we've got the same agent. I don't know him though. Oh, he's a good dude. I'll have to introduce yeah. you guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, that's the weird thing because I did. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, I didn't. I haven't like worked a bunch of acting jobs. I don't really know a lot of actors. Well, like dude, you're, 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 well. you're, you're, you're well on your way, man. But, but let's talk about that. What was it like growing up in Sydney? I mean, I know they have the opera house, but is there a pretty rich cultural scene there? Cause I know it's a, a tourist trap. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I reckon I've been to the opera house like once. Oh, really? <laughs> when you actually live in a place, you don't really, it's not yeah. like, we live in Sydney. Let's all go to the Opera House. And yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I'm sure um, you're not going to Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> there isn't even an Outback Steakhouse here. That has that. I don't think there's like one, like one slither of anything to do with Australia. And isn't 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 Foster's the worst beer there? You can't even find Foster's here. But I don't so really know funny. how much. It, yeah. Oh, capitalism. Um. 
but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. It's very like, I like grew up mostly um, near the beaches. So it's most like, it's just over like, there's about a six month period where you can basically go for swims and it's not too cold or whatever. So just nice. like going to the beach. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's Are you a surfer or skater? It. Um, look, I like to lead it on and let people believe that I can do both, but I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think we're all thinking. But it's I just sort of wear the clothing and pose. Uh, I love it, man. Well, well, talk to me. How, how did the artist thing happen for you? Are your parents artists? Um, yeah, they both, they both are. Like, um, my dad had a brief in, uh, on a um, TV show over here as an actor. Okay. I mean, they, he's got a pretty weird come up in that he, like, um, was, two years ahead at school and then went into medicine. And then as soon as he finished medicine, went to um, acting school. Wow. Yeah. With um, Hugh Jackman. No way. Yeah. And Jason Clark. But yeah, I mean, he just say, well, I feel like it was just because his like came from pretty um, poor family or whatever. Didn't have all the like opportunities that it just didn't quite um, happen for him as like making it a full on career. And then my mum, um, they actually met on a show. My mum did, like, uh, arts and crafts, but then she's also produced her own short films. But then also had to become, like, an a, um, arts teacher at school so that she could, um, obviously, be able to look after me and have money and whatever. So I feel like, yeah, it sort of makes sense that then at least then I'm in the playing ground where I get to go, all right, well, now I get to have a crack at it, like, way younger. Yeah, that's so radical, man. So talk to yeah. me growing up then, like, were your parents pretty big into like introducing you into film and television and curating things for you? Um, sort of <clears throat> like, like, yeah, of course. Like, cause you're watching TV and they'll put on stuff that they want to watch. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like I was just in the right, um, time and generation where I was just left. Like I was left alone a lot of the time and I'd either watch TV same. Or I started just like without even to my knowledge when I was like seven or eight, just like accidentally pirating lots of TV shows. On like more like not even pirating. What, what were you or the, were you on Pirate Bay? I was just like no, 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 not like, not like Pirate Bay, but I was like seven and eight years old. And I'd just be like, watch Family Guy online free, and then <laughs> just like go through and just like stream so much of like Family Guy and all these different films. And then between that and then also, um, like the stoner teenagers at Blockbuster, there was a Blockbuster around the corner from my house. Oh man, so you got to have that experience. That's awesome. Yeah, but, and yeah. And the stoner teenagers that worked there literally couldn't, couldn't care less if I was renting out like MA15 plus and R18 plus movies. That's so rad. So so copying you, like, yeah. Were, were they like, you know, for me, I always like, I, you know, yeah, they were probably stoners too, but I would always like, treat those guys like gods were they helping you figure out stuff to watch or were you just kind of figuring oh, no, it out on your... no yeah I, I don't think australians like just on that basis aren't like nice enough for the most part especially if they're teenagers to be like well this little kid i'm gonna yeah tell them to watch it was more or... just like a level of like i don't give a fuck i'm not gonna fucking tell him he can't have it <laughs> and that was enough <laughs> that was enough of a like respect for each other but yeah, I was just watching, I'd literally just go to the comedy thing from like seven and eight years old and just see like, um, like I'm not sure what the ratings are for you guys, but like it had to be like 15 plus or like 18 plus 
and then that just when you're like a young kid you're like whoa that must mean it's freaking awesome yeah i was the same so it's like yeah watching a bunch of like yeah ridiculous films from a young age but yeah i mean i don't really know i haven't like you can decode your own life and be like well that's why i did it but like i feel like more than anything i was just when leaving school i was like i wanted to i always wanted to live a very cool life and then it just felt like the um it was either like do a stand-up comedy grind or make a, a feature film not a short film but a feature just so you like can stand out from the rest of the crowd well talk t- talk to me like what were some of your influences you mentioned family guy like were there some <clears throat> other really big ones that were pretty integral to shaping you yeah, I feel like there was a little period there where all I wanted to do was um, go to parties or whatever. Like literally, when you just when you first get a taste for it, when you're like sixteen, you like like super so. bad style, like those parties. Yeah, so yeah. I wa- Yeah, so it's super bad and dazing and fused that I watched maybe fifty times each. Yeah, me like, too. It scored those films so heavily that like to the point where when when I did when I did funnily enough, like I left school and I was like, all right. Well, maybe I'll just write like a short film first and I'll just start filming on an iPhone, get a show reel, get an agent, like do it that way. <clears throat> um, but when I started writing, um, because obviously I, I hadn't done anything. I hadn't even like been in front of a camera once I finished school and I just had the idea. I was like, okay, now that I've got all this spare time, I'm going to be an actor. Like, just yeah. the, like the stupidity to think that you just like can be an actor as opposed to like you have to like train and whatever. But I was like, oh no, but I can't be bothered to go to acting school. But then I was just like, all right, I'm going to write it. I'm going to write a short film first. But then as soon as I started trying to um, type out a short film, it just became so apparent that like I was an 18-year-old boy. We, I don't watch short films. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, you don't, it's not like a normal thing for someone of that age to do. Totally. But then yeah. I just started typing and then three days after like starting it, I had about um, 35 pages of a, yeah, of like a feature film script. Wow. And, and so were, <laughs> yeah. given the fact that your parents, you know, both dabbled, were, were they receptive or were they very cautious about you doing this? Um, well, yeah, that was the thing. They were both like pretty much like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is actually really good. I remember because I was living with my dad at the time. And then because I, I feel like it was just that I'd watched so many like stoner slacker like movies or just like comedy films in general that I had a bit, I had enough of an understanding of a structure and had yeah. thought enough in my lifetime of funny stuff to go in that I had all these different bits that I was just like chucking within a story. Drawing from um, some but, of the yeah. parties that you went to? Um, yeah, well, drawing from everything. Yeah, But yeah. like drawing from like even like at school with your friends, like you're constantly like playing. Like we would even like crash parties and just pretend to be a different person and play a character. Like, oh, feel, yeah. like everyone would take like a random hat from someone's house and then we'd crash a party and then play a different character. So even though none of my other friends see themselves as actors, you're just doing that type of stuff all the time, which what? is just like full on, like really testing yourself. Speaking of like different characters, that kind of reminds me of Chris Lilly. Was he an influence on you at all? Yeah. Well, I'm a little bit afraid, like, scared to say anything now because obviously what like that's, the Netflix taking him off which I'm just not going to comment on any yeah, of that you don't have to comment on I'm that not, uh, I'll no, say, no. But, yeah but uh, all that aside that's well, like I, the, I just want to say in America I don't think American audiences know because it, it didn't happen here so basically oh, right. just to, to, to fill people in 
Chris Lilly is an amazing Australian comedian, one of my personal favorites. I think he's a genius. But he did some things in the past that involved, like, essentially, I guess, blackface and, and playing other yeah. characters that now, that those shows were shot in 2007, culturally don't really hold up to the political correctness standards. Yeah, today. I mean, I can't be fucked. I'm not an expert in this thing. I can't be fucked no to tiptoe around it and be like, he did this and because of, like, like basically, he did some stuff that now he's getting in trouble for and the, it, his shows have been taken off the streaming platform. In Australia, However, all that, have. Yeah, in Australia. Yeah. Wow. But all that aside, he is probably the most successful um, Australian um, person in comedy pro probably ever. I feel yeah. like his his um, level of comedy is probably the most successful uh, Australian ever. So yeah, of course, and without getting myself in trouble, because I literally don't know enough about the topic that I'm not going to like, no, you know what no, I mean? Man, I'm not trying, it's yeah. not my space. Yeah. However, yeah, of course. Like I watched him from like six years old all the way up until like the more recent stuff. Like, yeah, that's a humongous thing because that's the only Australian person that was even in my like, in the same thing as going, wow, this is the best thing ever, this is the best thing ever, and then, like, he was there. Like, they were actually, like, besides this one other random film called You and Your Stupid Mate with Angus Sampson, but, like, besides that, there literally was a very small amount of Australian stuff that, like, appeals to even, like, like I guess, like, a young person's demographic. So would you say most of the things that were influencing you were a lot of American content? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, there obviously were things, but just not that much. Like, it is weird that that's how much it does affect you. But, like, I was much, like, I'm not going to see Home and Away, which is like a cheesy Australian film, Australian TV totally, show, and be totally. like, yeah, I'm going to watch that instead of, like, South Park. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. but, like, like Ben Mendelsohn was on, like, a like a soap opera as a kid there, right? Like, did you, did you watch any of that yeah. kind of stuff? Ben Mendelsohn is one of the few people in the industry that I do know, and he is, like, the best actor ever. So oh, I've seen man. basically everything Ben Mendelsohn does. He's, I think, one of the greatest living actors in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, insane. So were you yeah. doing high school plays at all, or not Not even? No. Like, I was doing drama at school, but that was basically just where, like, a lot of, like, all the um, smart-ass and naughty kids went and did drama, and we just have so much fun because it was yeah. just, like, this area where you can go... Like, all the stuff you're getting in trouble for in the other class, this is encouraged. Totally. To do that same thing. But, yeah, no, I was doing that. But I didn't do the plays in school because they were musicals. And, like, uh, I really yeah, couldn't I, think of anything worse either. than doing yeah. a musical. Yeah. Not but, very yeah, cool. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was writing. I wrote, like, two or three scripts, like, very, like, quick things on my Word, Word documents. But, like, I literally didn't even show anyone because I was like, these are so shit. I don't even want anyone to see. Like, instead of getting better at writing, yeah. I didn't even, like, want to risk. Because all my friends were super fucking funny. And if I wrote something that wasn't funny, then it was going to, like, I don't know. It, it, but, yeah, it was funny. But then I just left, when in, the, in that little period, because I wrote the first draft of Bilch, which is the film we ended up making, mm -hmm. um, in... 10 days and I just actually felt confident enough about it that I was like gave it to all my friends my dad gave it to a few of his friends that are in the industry and then just I didn't receive anything that wasn't super positive that's so and everyone great, was so man. excited that I felt like I had to do it like it was just I was such a lazy person unless there was like very good motivation and then from then on it basically worked seven days a week 
for like uh, like a year and a half, two years making it happen. And and was it really yeah. just kind of trial by fire? Like you were filming and like, oh, yeah. like you were going to film school as you were filming it, you know? Oh, 100%. In every different job I was doing, I had no idea. That's like um, James, um, my mate from school, like two of my mates from school, I just brought on, made them work as producers on it. Yeah. <laughs> The both didn't really have that much of an interest in the film industry. Like my friend James was like a um, crazy like surf photographer. Like we'll go out there and like the biggest surf in Australia or whatever, and just like sit in the reef and film. But like, but so, like that that's very different from creating an indie film. Yeah, and being a producer on it. But then he just came to me for one thing where he's like, "Oh, I don't really know. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like in um." shooting like second unit or whatever and i was like yeah dude i don't know what i'm doing in all five of my roles on this film like, no one like no it's not just one thing like no one yeah. no, we don't know what we're doing we're just gonna like but yeah i mean the whole experience was like it was actually super stressful and like there were definitely moments that were just incredibly enjoyable and it's all worth it when you finish it but like that whole experience for the most part was so incredibly difficult so it was the definition of trial by fire and and was it indeed shot on, on an iphone or no um <clears throat> we had all these crazy all these crazy plans about how we we're going to try and get money and then eventually came down to all these mom and dad investors just in, investing a small amount of money but we were able to shoot it on like a red oh so nice. able, yeah yeah so it's like it was fully yeah i mean it was, was ridiculous that like there was one scene like this just ridiculous um, silly scene in the film and there's like 20 people discussing how we're going to shoot it. And then I'm just thinking like at that point I was 19 and I was like, I wrote this scene a year ago as just an 18 year old when I was like, when I was high. <laughs> oh, right. And now there's 20 people like discussing I'm how we're going to do it. Like, it it's out, just insane. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so rad, man. And, and so, were you kind of very much watching the footage as you were filming it and learning what was working and what wasn't working? I mean, everything was super, super chaotic and there wasn't a lot of sleep going on. There was a lot of energy drinks and then, like, not a lot of sleep. Everything, there was just so such little time to do everything we needed to do. So, like, yeah. literally, I would have loved to be watching and learning and that type of thing, but everything was, like, it was such a, it was extremely stressful going from this, 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 this. Like there was so many who like were undermanned and were under, like I was under heaps of pressure partially because when you're learning something and you don't know what you're doing, it just adds another thing to it. Yeah, and also totally. this is my, my baby. This felt like my chance to like live a life that isn't mediocre, which is also very dramatic of me. Seeing no, no, not at all. Like I could have had another chance, but also I felt like I had to, like people have been so generous to give me, the chance, like the money, like the you like, took it seriously that we could do it. Yeah. yeah, so I was just, I was literally, it was just everything. But yeah, I feel like you just, you can't help but have to learn how to do everything super quick there. And especially as a lazy person who is a procrastinator, there was no time for procrastination. So how but long yeah. after you finished filming did it take you to edit it? Um, <clears throat> so basically. I mean, we had a few um, drafts, but also as well, the editors that were editing it had never done a feature film. One of them was 
my mate, again, my mate from class, James. So I just went, all right, you've edited a few bodyboarding videos. Now you gotta, now you're gonna have to edit a feature film. Yeah. Um, it basically took around, the first one was like one, two months. And then I think they're all up about like three, four months. But we'll, there was all this other shit where we were trying to like, um, run a film festival around the country with it. Like, wow. as, which I just don't even, it just seems ridiculous that we're even doing that. So I do that during the day and that just wasn't working. Like it was, <laughs> It was super rough, but um, yeah. I I mean, it was just it was, that that ended up not working at all. The film festival segment of it. So then I'd be they'd edit through the day, and then um, my dad would come, which finish. So to be clear as well, my dad um directed it. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Okay, so, I thought I thought so you directed it. it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So basically, from the word go, that he'd go to work. I'd do stuff during the day, or and all um work. And then we'd come home and work to like 3 a.m. So that was what it was the whole way. And then from all that work, it ended up getting to the point that we were able to film it. And so he's the, he was the director, um, director, producer. Um, but yeah, anyway, then when the, the editing process was that um, I was doing the film festival during the day and my dad's doing the doctor stuff during the day. And then, um, yeah, we'd go, we'd go to the edit suite at night and film and edit from anywhere from like 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> was that a um, a, a, a yeah. cool bonding experience for you and your dad? Um, no, it's super stressful. Yeah, I can it, imagine. It yeah, really you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't help the um relationship too much. However, it also like is just meaningful in like other ways. But the yeah, fact that totally. he was doing that, yeah. But um, no, that was more than anything insane. And there were so many moments there where I thought we were just like I'd given myself like full-on pretty crippling anxiety just from the amount of pressure and the lack of sleep and what? i also like and we also thought that the film was ter- like terrible at points like but until we had um one showing like a few hours out of sydney um where one of the kids from the film his mum um had a deal with like this cute little um cinema there like it was like a country town and um she ends up selling it out to like 72 people or whatever. And we're like, holy crap. Like it wasn't even a fully finished version of the film. And we're shitting ourselves because we've had a few um, screenings before that, just like really little ones in like the middle of nowhere in Australia. And we just couldn't get anyone to the cinema and yeah. like people like didn't even really like it. But then um, this, yeah, so there was like 75 people packed into this um, little cinema on the south coast of Australia. And after that point, like it literally, like everyone came out of the cinema and just loved it so much. And then it fully just was such a nice moment because it was just like, wow. oh my God, maybe we didn't make something that was a piece of shit. Like, yeah. thank God, all these people like loved it so much. And then that led on to a month later, we had the, um, the first premiere, which was at the cinema that I went to heaps as a kid, just like. A local cinema within like this cool little art hometown art hero style yeah hometown yeah. hero style um at the ramic ritz for people that are in sydney um and the cinema the first screening sold out because they just said they'd give us uh four screenings yeah there um and the first one was in the 85 850 person um cinema and they were like, are you sure you want to, like, pay for the 850-person cinema? And we're like, yeah, 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 we're just going to see what happens. 
and it sold out within like um, six hours, like 850 people, just because everyone from the area, because it is a lack of Australian content. But then someone does see something, they go, holy shit, like more than anything, I feel like everyone wants to be a part of the event. Yeah. But then ended up, we sold out all those four um, sessions. They weren't all 850, obviously, but like there was like that on that night of the premiere that like everyone, it was just so, there was like, everyone was just, like sneaking drinks in, like there's little teenagers like sneaking in through the fire exit. Like it was just wow. insane. It felt like a like a rock concert. Like it was just rogue teenage energy, but also there's all families. Like and everyone's like it was just such a crazy like event, and you couldn't even hear a lot of the film because everyone was like reacting. It was like a football. It was like a super bad screening in real life. Like people loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. everyone was just react like either laughing or like seeing their friends on there and then just being like, like everyone was reacting like, Oh, like but just, I'm just like sitting there being like, shut up. Like you're missing the film. But like, you can't like that energy that we got from that was just insane. I was like, that's Holy so great. Shit. Man. And everyone loved it. Yeah. So then what did you do then strategically? Like you knew you had these screenings that were successful and people were responding to it. Did you and your dad at that point, you're like, well, we got to find an agent or a, a, a publisher. Like what was your, what was your move? So like everything, we didn't know what we were doing in the situation, <laughs> but um, basically I, so I'd already been working on it for that point, 18 months, basically seven days a week. So I was starting to really like it. And because we had things like the film festival and these other things, like the documentary we we're trying to do with it, that didn't work. Like a I behind this stock or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Like a behind the scenes stuff that was also trying to be a different documentary. Like we were trying to do so many things and we already didn't know what we were doing just with the film. Yeah. I was so burnt out at that point that like I literally just was like, all right, well, we need to try and find someone to distribute it like as soon as possible. Yeah. And then luckily, um, basically had a few weeks off from it. We talked to this um, person and then we were able to get it um distributed um nationally for one weekend over like our version of the spring break weekend yeah um well it's like it, it's called schoolies here but it's for like when people leave school because you can drink at 18 then they all go and party somewhere for that particular weekend yeah um but yeah we got it distributed through them which is awesome because then it also gives us the ability to like get government rebates and also credibility that like i don't know if there's any other yeah film written by an 18 year old that got um screened nationally but there um, wasn't yeah. i'm sure i can guarantee you there yeah. wasn't <laughs> yeah but funnily enough that that actually came a bit later um but i had like two weeks off from like the working on the film or whatever every everyone wanted to come and have like every person ever that had known me in my life wanted just like a night with me in their kitchen like having that drinking, movie come to life you know what I mean yeah. drinking beers being like I saw that film like come on come here so like just had two weeks of that or whatever I was like oh my god and then um, oh, I'm getting the, chronolog the chronological order of the story wrong however anyway fine, in the last few weeks I'm working on Bilch I get an email through um, from American managers and I go oh also as well am I just rambling is this what I'm meant to do yeah I'm just sorry. I'm just rambling. No, no, you're doing it on. totally, dude. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, a, a few weeks before the premiere of the film, I get a minute, uh, uh, email from these managers, um, that goes like, Oh, we really like blah, blah, blah. We saw the trailer for built to it. And I just look at it and I go, that is like such a bullshit 
generic email. Like, don't yeah. That. yeah. Um, and then, like, I don't know, and because it was like 3 a.m. when I saw it, and then I wake up the next morning, I check it out, and I type it up, and I go, oh, holy shit, that's like a proper management company. Like, you went on the IMDb. Goldblum. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And then, anyway, um, they send me um, an audition, two auditions. One of them is for, like, this terrible Nickelodeon Netflix um, show, but I sort of just do it anyway and sort of, like, use it as a fun thing that I get to play a super yeah. character. But I did that after I did one first, which was the um, the new Walking Dead spinoff. Amazing. Which ends up being the Walking Dead World Beyond. So that was my first American audition. And basically, I'm going heaps hard because I'm like, I want these American managers to sign me up. I really don't want to have to just have no money all the time Deep and be rough. working on this. Yeah. Working on independent films, please give me an out. Yeah. So then I ended up, um, yeah, after the on the night of my film premiere, I find out that the managers love the audition and they're going to sign me up. Amazing. So I'm just like, awesome. And you and got then, the role. Yeah, and then two weeks later I get the call back and I go, holy shit, okay. And then, um, yeah, and then like basically a few weeks after I'd filmed, um, stopped working on the premiere and been working with seven days a week and just like, what the fuck? Then I get another what the fuck in that I get told that I'm my first American audition has led me to a role like a lead role in the show. Then I go, okay, well I guess I'm moving to Richmond, Virginia. Then wait, what 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 are you filming in Richmond? No, like that's that's what I was filming. That's where we filmed The Walking Dead. Oh, you did on. that. That's where I yeah. grew up. Oh, really? Yeah, I grew up in Richmond. Yeah, well, I spent like six months there. Oh, because there's so many of them now. I, I know there's a bunch of film in Atlanta. I didn't realize that was the one you booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of Richmond? Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, it was a little bit weird that, like, I wasn't 21. Yeah. But that's a, just like a whole American thing. That was just a little bit weird because on the weekend. Next I was time, just used to, DM like, me. You know, I'll, I'll take care of you, dude. I'll, I'll, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 21 now, so it's yeah, no longer okay. a problem. But, yeah. um, yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Like, I mean, such a random experience though to go from living in like one like one area in Australia yeah. your whole life and then just Richmond, Virginia, like not just not like LA or New York where there's new people coming in from all over the world all the time. Yeah. Richmond, Virginia, for the most part, a lot of people that live there are like already from there. Yeah, tr- trust me, I know well. Americans. Yeah. Yeah. So was that a great experience? Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was slightly lonely at times, but the overall feeling was just like, holy shit, somehow I've done it. Like, I'm in this situation, which this is the exact thing I wanted. I wanted, like, a very cool life from yeah. a young age. So that was the main thing. I just felt so, like, as soon as I booked that, I feel like I just a weight, like, flew off my shoulders and I went, you know what? It's actually all good because I know be that, right. uh, yeah, I know that, like, I can act and I can. Like, like I feel like I already, maybe it was, maybe it is just too much arrogance, but anyway, it doesn't even matter because it works, but yeah, I do feel like, all right, well, this is the opportunity. I've got a whole season as well. It's not like I've got two scenes in a film. I've got a whole season to show what I can do in like a humongous show that, yeah, I mean, it's just, just so cool. Like it just allows myself to have such a cool life, which is good because I just would have been extremely bored with anything that wasn't. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm like so, that, I guess. And so after that, you did what was? Did you have a lot of auditions again? Um, there weren't a heap of auditions because COVID sort of happened very soon after I finished um filming that. Yeah. 
I came back to Australia. I like fucked around with my friends for a little while, and then I went, all right, gonna go to LA, gonna meet as many people as I can. I gotta write um, another film. Like I've got ideas. I gotta stop. I'm being a bit too lazy being back at home with my friends. Yeah. Um, but I gotta take meetings. You know what I mean? Be able to network because that's what I feel like a lot of people because it takes a long time to. Totally like get to their point that then at least they've got the networking out of the way and they know people. Whereas cause I just got like thrown into the deep end straight away. I'm just like, I don't fucking know anyone like a mentor yeah. wouldn't go astray. <laughs> um, but yeah, as soon as I got there, COVID literally within a week and a half and I paid for an apartment for like a pretty long time. No way. COVID just went from a, like a joke to so not a joke so quickly. Were you able to get out and get home? Yeah, I was. I was okay. able to, like, yeah, thank God. But, like, I also went, like, pretty early. Like, even, like, from when I booked my flight, it, it was just one of, it was weird at the start because everyone went a little bit, like, post-apocalyptic mode. Yeah, totally. I feel. But everything just, like, within 12 hours, it just felt so much more extreme than the 12 hours before that. Yeah. So I was glad to be leaving. I was like, I'm getting, like, I need... I need familiarity in, like, a time of, like, what is going on. Yeah, man. That's Which, I mean, now I, now I don't even feel, I'm not as, like, I don't know, I feel like it's, I'm not as, like, I'm not really scared of it, especially in Australia. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's not, like, a massive, like, fear, like, fear on me. But at the start, you don't really know. You're like, no. well, is this going to be the thing that fucking kills everyone? So, so did you use this downtime to, to work on your film? Um, yeah, so when I came back, um, I went down into, I went to the country with one of my friends and, um, yeah, wrote a, wrote a new film. And, and is it, it, you have like a final draft? Uh, yeah, I do have a final draft. I mean, it's a little bit difficult with like, cause it's basically, like it's got a good story. However, it is, um, an all out like comedy. It's just exactly what I want to make. If I'm going to have to go make a film again and put like put my absolute everything into it which is like that sounds like a bullshit thing to say but literally if you're going to make a film that's worthwhile you shouldn't be like sleeping like 10 hours and like go have coffee breaks and things that needs to be everything that means anything to you in the world yeah so i'm if i'm going to do that i'm going to do something that is just ridiculous and stupid and funny and where I'm like spending time being like, all right, how can we make this thing funnier? Or like what's these little added things that I can do like that, like in that world, as opposed to like something serious, like fuck yeah. it. I'll do that when I've got more emotional intelligence or I care more about serious things. But this film, I just feel like is, I don't know, obviously you never really know. That's the difficult thing, but it's at least I, I could spend time trying to cater to everyone else's needs. Yeah, man, or, you got to um, do this you. This is just the exact film that I want to that I want to see. That's so beautiful, man. And, and is Pops coming back to work on it? Um, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> say anything. Yeah, but he is. He is yeah. helping me um with the scripts and stuff. And there's different areas where like I can do the dialogue very well. And I can hear the characters speaking and like just from like I don't know improvise like not even being a normal person in my whole life i just like improv into characters and just pretend being a character yeah. like with my friends my whole life so that just feels easy that then i just start hearing it in my head and typing it down but there are say things in like the action sequences action sequences where i'll just like explain it lazily yeah where then my dad's good at like actually making it sound he'll just come in and like just add like a thing and be like no 
day blah 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 and I go yep that's good that's better and also just like it's just good to have like a different side of the brain so he's definitely come on as a script supervisor already but um yeah I mean we'll see it's a super stressful environment to put yourself in also as well it might be a matter of like you know like if we if we want the budget we want we might need to take another director but I don't know it's all just like good problems to have but yeah I mean between that and um We've got offers from streaming platforms for Bilched, which I really hope we're able to figure out and get it on there. Because again, it adds to the credibility, I guess. Like it makes people actually think. It's funny because I think of like me quitting, I'm failing English at school. However, now I've got like, if I can get the credibility of being a super young feature film writer or whatever on Netflix or whatever streaming platform it does end up being, that yeah, then I can get credibility enough credibility within this writing world to then fund the stupidest silly film ever, which yeah. hopefully, yeah. That's amazing, man. Well, dude, final few questions for you, man. For for all the young filmmakers out there that, you know, are, are aspiring and, you know, trying to figure it out, any words of advice for them? I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I feel like what you can do is work hard and, make exactly what you want and it's going to usually it's going to come from trial and error as well like literally sitting around and talking about something doesn't mean anything yeah yeah you got to do it yeah and i mean even that like i feel making that film was way like it's easily the most difficult thing i've ever done however now it allows me to now i feel like every acting job i get like now i'm on nicole kidman's show at the moment um, nine perfect strangers. Yeah, with Michael. I've Shannon. only got a few scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've only got a few scenes, but I've just got all the best actors, and I just come on every now and then for my day. And I'm working with the best actors. It's everything's way more bougie. I've got less lines. Like it is just funny how it. And has that been really cool? Hard just work being and insanity in the weeds with them. It's just ridiculous. Like yeah. it's full dumb. It's so sick. Yeah. That's great, like, dude. It's just so cool. It's so, like, yeah. It's, and, I, mean, I don't know. I, yeah. And you're filming in Australia, right? Yeah, in, like, the nicest, coolest part of Australia as well, Byron Bay. Oh, like man. Like a holiday place, yeah. Living the dream, man. That's awesome. Well, dude, final question. What, you know, what? what's keeping you inspired right now during all this crazy, I mean, I know you're working, but, you know, what? what's keeping you going, man, keeping you writing and, and keeping your head up? Um, it's, look, it's, it's a very different situation in Australia. Like that we haven't had, we only had like a full lockdown for a matter of like eight weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, we're able to go, we've been able to go like to the pub and drink beers for like about five months. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit rough. Like I can't even imagine how hard it is in America just for that amount of time. But I guess when, when, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would like, I feel like this is just knowing that it is going to be over. And also I feel like, yeah, I mean, hopefully it can just sort itself out because it's a little bit hard when, especially with people my age, this is the best like years of our life. It's like, all right, well, let's sort this out because it's easy as a seven-year-old to shave off two years so that you can live yeah. a bit more. But yeah, we're a lot younger. Like I could go and get hit by a bus tomorrow. Like we want... <laughs> Live every day like it's your last, man. I love it, man. Yeah. Well, well, dude, what's the best way for people to stay in touch with you? Um, I don't know. Instagram. I don't really care that much about the social medias, but I seem to 
it's like a, a thing that I have to, and I probably will post things on there. And that's where but people yeah. figure out what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's my Instagram, film. Hal Cumpson. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I have it tagged here. Well, Hal Cumpson, thank you so much for coming on, man. And let's do this again soon, brother. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. I mean, I literally just chatted shit the entire time. I don't know if that was what I was meant to Dude, do. But this is, yeah. this, is, this is what we do, brother. Just talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right, brother. So much love and good luck with filming, all right? Yeah, sweet. Thank you. All right, dude. Talk soon. See ya. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.